I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week's episode is all about astrology through the lens of pop culture. We're getting into celebrity birth charts, romantic sign compatibility, and other exciting celeb updates. This episode includes Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid, Andrew Garfield and Jodie Comer, Florence Pugh, Leighton Meester, Emily Ratajkowski and Pete Davidson, Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves, and more. We're discussing all of this with celebrity astrologer, best-selling author, and columnist at The Cut, Aliza Kelly. Let's get started. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. (laughs) It sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. (laughs) I know. It starts with a capital D. That's DoorDash. (laughs) Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. (laughs) I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom. Basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. 
I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the <laughs> truth? Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash and use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Do You. Today, I have someone you actually might recognize. She was on my live show. Aliza Kelly is a celebrity astrologer, best-selling author, and a columnist at The Cut. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the pod. You were on the live show. It gets a little crazy over there. This is a little, <laughs> this is a little more Always happy tamed. to be with you, Dale. Thank you so much. Well, let's get right into it. I have like a couple updates that I just want to talk about quickly in case you missed it. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio celebrated his 48th birthday. I think it was his 48th birthday on Friday at a private residence in Beverly Hills. It was star studded, but everyone wanted to know was Gigi in attendance. And I have confirmation from people who were inside the party and attended the party she was not there. So I don't know if she's in New York. I don't know if she's working somewhere else. Um, but she didn't attend his party. So I wonder what that kind of says about their relationship. I mean, I, I've always said it's casual. So I really like feel like that cemented the fact that it's just casual between them. Because if, it, if, if he was her serious boyfriend, she would 100% be there, don't you think? Well, you know, they, they're an interesting duo they're actually opposite signs in astrology he's an iconic scorpio and she is a perfect taurus and those are opposite signs so I, and i feel with a lot of taurus and scorpio combinations that they can actually they sort of speak their own language they have an understanding um so i don't even know if that would be indicative of necessarily like the truth of their relationship whether she was or wasn't there like they could be making they could be on their own timeline having their own arrangements making their own plans I love that I love that insight thank you for that you're right it doesn't have to be so black and white just because she wasn't there (laughs) doesn't mean that they're not together or not serious um well we'll keep our eye out you know their sightings are plentiful but the photographic evidence of their sightings are few and far between because the places that they choose to go are usually private clubs that don't allow pictures inside so every time in their they're in new york they're going to like casa cipriani or the net or casa cruz like places that don't allow pictures so tbd on what's going on with them another tip that someone sent in from the party is stella maxwell and zach braff were seen leaving Leonardo DiCaprio's birthday party in Beverly Hills. The pair reportedly separate when spotted by the cameras. What the paps say, no one pick it up. That's what someone wrote in. And there actually are pap pictures. Somebody sent them to me, but they just weren't picked up by the media. So I think TMZ was the first to report on Leo's party, and they posted a bunch of pictures, but they certainly 
did not post them all. And there is actually a picture of Zach Braff and Stella Maxwell looking like they're leaving at the same time, but like there's enough distance between them where it looks like it could also just be a coincidence that they're leaving at the same time. So I don't know what's going on there, but if you look at Zach's dating track record, Stella Maxwell is kind of his type. Minus Mm. Florence Pugh, because Florence Pugh is like cute and bubbly and British, but he's dated like blonde models in the past. So who knows what's going on there? Anything astrology wise with those two? Well, I think that, you know, Zach Braff is an Aries, um, which are, you know, very notoriously impulsive. They are, it's a fire sign. So they move fast. They get over things fast. They recover fast. They have their heart broken fast. All of it is about like speed and intensity. So if he is, and I don't, I'm not looking at his whole birth chart, you know, if he has some other stuff in there, some Capricorn or some Scorpio, that might change it. But I would say that if he is being very intentional about his reputation right now, there's a reason for that. Um, there would be some, there would have to be some really big purpose that he's not just immediately coming out in a new relationship. He's trying to obviously hold face. Uh, or save face or whatever the expression is. So I think that that's kind of interesting to me about that dynamic. Well, people also are speculating that him and Florence could be rekindling because she posted a picture of her and his niece from her time recently spent in New York City. And she also commented on a post. Um, It's on comments by celebs. I'm sure you guys have seen it. If not, it's on their feed. So people were like, hmm, like these two are, you know, giving some social media signs that there could be a rekindling. But I have to say from my perspective and from what I have heard of how he's conducting himself, like when he's seen out, it seems like he's 100% single. Mm -hmm. So I just want to let everyone know that just in case um, they were wondering. But of course, like, who knows? Like, there's always a chance of a rekindling. They were in a long-term relationship. Like, that can always happen. Yeah, and, you know, Miss Flo is a Capricorn, and Capricorns do not play around. Capricorns are very cut and dry when it comes to respect um, and concepts of how they're being treated. So if... If there's any world where they are trying to rekindle, if that is romantic or if it's even just to establish like a solid friendship and Florence then feels disrespected one way or the other, like that is done. You know, it's going to be dead to her. So I think that maybe there is an awareness of the fact that whatever they're trying to reestablish, whether it's romance or just like a really solid connection, a friendship, that he has to tread lightly right now in making sure that it doesn't, it it isn't something that feels insensitive towards her or something that would be too soon. Maybe that's why he separated from Stella when he saw the paps. That would make sense. Yeah, I mean, I think that if he cares about her, he's, if he cares about her, he knows that, you know, whether he calls it because she's a Capricorn or maybe he does know the astrological implications of being a Capricorn but like she's not she's not gonna fuck around you know she's not gonna waste her time and chase after someone who or like do anything to accommodate someone who isn't treating her with the utmost respect and she actually totally gives off that vibe so I can totally see that that makes so much sense I think that we saw her being like a real Capricorn goddess 
you know, when it comes to Don't Worry Darling, right? Like she's... 100, yeah. She's not like just going to be placating for the sake of placating. It's it's not worth it to her. She would rather like be have a reputation of burning a bridge than she would do something that isn't authentic to her experience. Yes, yes that makes so much sense. Wow, she is a Capricorn queen. Is that what you called her? A Capricorn, Capricorn queen, queen yeah. Yeah, she is. She totally is. Um, the next thing I just want to quickly talk about or just bring up, it's so bizarre. Somebody sent me a message about Leighton Meester because in the Q&A, somebody brought up Leighton and Blake's beef when they were filming Gossip Girl. Now, I, I don't think they necessarily had like this huge beef. I'm sure there was some competitiveness between them, but I just don't think they were best friends. I don't think that they were, you know, Blair and Serena off screen, like running around New York City, giggling, like being besties. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about. So somebody saw that post and they said, just reflecting that Leighton was born in prison and her sex tape featured a foot job, which I didn't even know existed till her. Now, the prison part we know. Leighton talks about how she was born in prison. Her mother was arrested. I think her family was involved in a marijuana selling ring, something like that. It was something to do with like selling marijuana, I believe. Um, what struck me was this sex tape, which I never knew existed for her. So I asked the person, like, what sex tape? And the person said, there's pictures if you look it up. Um, and they sent me screenshots from the Internet. And it does look like her unless it's like a deep fake. And it's like totally photoshopped. But I was just curious if anyone else knew about this because I'm a huge Gossip Girl fan I love Blake and Leighton. I talk about them all the time and I never knew this. And no shade. Listen, like if she if she recorded a sex tape, like have at it. I just never knew it existed. Have you heard anything ever about this? I have never heard anything about this. Okay. I would, I would say that like, you know, of that time and place, um, I don't know, you know, when the sex tape was being recorded. But like, listen, I grew up, I was in high school in the early aughts, right? Like, anyone everyone had a sex tape it was like that was how it was it was part of being a celebrity at that time um and then having them leaked and having a scandal you know it was just it was very commonplace so if this was like a circa 2007 sex tape checks out but again like I feel like that's you know that's great good for her if she has one and then if she has one and she doesn't want us to know then we don't want to know, you know, like that's her business. It's fine. So either way, I support her <laughs> fully and completely. I fully and completely support her as well. And I don't encourage anyone to look it up. I'm just curious if like this was something that I missed because, you know, Blake Lively famously had some naked pictures leaked during the time that she was filming The Town and everyone speculated that she was sending these pictures to Ben Affleck because they allegedly had hooked up during the filming of that movie. So we had all heard about those pictures. We all saw those pictures of Blake Lively. And, you know, whenever there is like sort of like an iCloud leak or break in, like you hear about it, you'll see the pictures. I think Vanessa Hudgens had one. I think Jennifer Lawrence had one. I just had never heard anything about Leighton. So I just am wondering if it was just like really covered up or if th this is like a deep fake and someone just like photoshopped her head on these pictures, which could also be a possibility. 
My my instinct on it, to be honest, is that it's a deep fake. That is my instinct. Yeah. I think you could be right. That's a not astrology. That's intuition, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not give that any more attention. I just like I literally just received a DM about it. And it's just like, you know, something yeah, that breaking I like, news. Breaking well, news. I was just like, I mean, it's old, by the way. Like, this is an old. <laughs> old it, breaking news. <laughs> yeah. And somebody, I asked the person, like, do you think it's Photoshopped? And the person said, maybe it's old. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's old. You could tell, like, in the picture, she looked very young. As I said, like, I'm not encouraging people to look it up. But I just was curious if, like, this was a moment that I had missed. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Okay, let's move on to the compatibility of single celebrities. Um, I had asked you guys if there were any celebrities that you wanted us to discuss their 
compatibility in the stars. And you guys submitted like some of the best fake couples. Um, and But we're going to start with a real couple. That's what we're going to start with because this is the hottest couple that everyone's talking about this week. Um, Emily Ratajkowski and Pete Davidson were seen. I just want to like make this clear because everyone's reporting on it. But one of my followers saw them Saturday night in Brooklyn on a very random street in front of a restaurant walking past the the girls who submitted were in a car like in a sprinter van or they were out for like you know a girls night out and they were either I don't know if they were in the car or like outside the parked car but um they Pete and Emrata walked right in front of them and they were like holy shit like they couldn't believe like they were witnessing um them in the wild holding hands. They said they were all over each other um, and no one else was around. They sent me actually like the geotag of the exact street that they saw them. And it's like a pretty random street in Brooklyn. I don't know Brooklyn that well, but it seemed pretty random. Um, But yeah, now everyone's reporting on it. So I guess all the outlets that are reporting on it did a little digging and people are coming forward saying that yes they're they have been dating or they went on a couple dates and they're getting to know each other so I ask you like how compatible are they astrology wise so um some of some maybe some of your listeners know this my uh community certainly does because it was the the biggest news of all time which is that I did get Pete Davidson's exact birth info um, from an anonymous and very important person. And I, <laughs> I cannot share my sources, but I, after, you know, I was saying I have a bounty on his birth time, you know, like I was, I was going everywhere I could to try to access it. And I finally got it. And the time of birth is 524 PM, November 16th, 1993, 524 PM Eastern time, New York, New York, which makes Pete a, obviously, as we know, he is a very iconic Scorpio sun. Uh, it makes him have a Capricorn moon, and it also gives him a Gemini rising. So this w- is very precious data for all of my astro girlies out there because without that time of birth, we didn't know if he was a Sagittarius moon or if he was a Capricorn moon but he is indeed a Capricorn moon and we do have the rising sign which is Gemini which is notable in this case um honestly as it was notable in Kim's case because Gemini and Sagittarius are opposite signs Kim Kardashian is a Sagittarius rising so that was really strong compatibility um between him and Kim and now we have another case of pretty strong compatibility because Emily is a Gemini sun. So her Gemini sun is on his ascendant, which means that they, you know, the way that he sees the world, the way that he wants to experience reality is sort of embodied by her sun sign. And the sun sign is how you are moving through the world. It's how you shine. It's how you show up. It's how you glow. So a lot of things about who she is and how she sort of handles herself and, operates, you know, functions are things that he really admires and he really appreciates. I feel like this is probably, you know, my intuition on this is that probably her um, developing herself as a writer and 
you know, coming out with her memoir and really sort of defining all of her talents as opposed to like just her incredible modeling, which is a, a talent on its own, of course, but to express herself as this very, and I think she has a podcast now too, and to be just such a verbose and well-spoken and articulate and intellectual person, I think that that is what Pete is really drawn to. I think that that's how he wants, you know, what he wants to step into and what he is really interested in. So I think that there is a really solid um, connection there. But I also do want to point out, and because it, it's really worth mentioning, that Pete is also going through, he's in the midst of his Saturn return right now. Um, he has not completed one of the most important astrological events of maturity. And his Saturn return is happening in his 10th house, which is the area of the chart associated with legacy and reputation. Um, so I think that he is really, you know, we're going to see a lot of different Pete's in the next couple of months into the next year and a half. And what I mean by that is I would not be surprised if he goes through some pretty groundbreaking transformation during this time. Um, and I don't know if his relationship or whatever he is forming with Emily is going to be groundbreaking enough for us to classify that as what his Saturn return story is, if that makes any sense. Do you have any indication of when this like awakening or this return is going to happen in his life? So it started literally right at the time that he and um, Kim broke up was the first instance of it. It's actually a three part series. Um, so it started in, it started in April, actually April 12th. And I can't remember when they broke up, but the first instance of it was April 12th through April 26th. And the second instance of it was July 17th through July 30th. And the third and final instance of this is going to be at the beginning of next year. Um, it is going to be January 7th through January 15th. So those have been the dates of part one and two of his Saturn return. And the third part is upcoming in January. Okay, so he has some time. Exactly. It, like, the story is not finished yet. Hmm. Well, that makes me think, like, what type of longevity that this, you know, whatever kind of relationship he has with Emily is going to be for, you know? If he's, like, it sounds like he's in between, like, a state of flux as a person. That's right. And but something that is also interesting to me is that um, part of a Saturn return is, you know, what we say to define a Saturn return is when you become your own father. And as we know about Pete, he lost his father when he was young, very tragically. And I do think it's interesting that Emily is a mother and has a child. Kim obviously had has a lot of kids and there was a lot of, you know, a big part of the the tension that or at least that was being publicly discussed, you know, with Kanye was about 
Pete's role being a father to his children, you know, stepping in in a fatherly role that was really upsetting to Kanye because what isn't upsetting to Kanye, of course. But then I do think it's interesting that Emily is also a mother and has her own child and that he's then, you know, he's sort of, he, he's fine. He's orbiting these paternal roles. Mm, that's such a um, good point. Yeah. And that's very timely for his chart, you know, and for that Saturn return. That makes so much sense. Wow. I think what if I were to like make a really big, you know, a, a big astrology prediction, <laughs> I would say that a bit a, a manifestation of the Saturn return would him be becoming a father, you know, biologically. Would that be pinpointed to that exact date you said in January or just like after January? No, just sort of this time in his life, this era. Okay, got it. Um, got it. The dates that I mentioned are when it's exact, but a Saturn return lasts anywhere from a year and a half to two years, just like in terms of the changes that happen in our lives and the things that we go through and that metamorphosis. So it's, you know, there are things that could line up specifically with the dates, but at large, it's really about a sort of a, a phase of our adulthood. I love it. Okay, let's move on to somebody else. So the next couple I want to talk about is somebody who I don't think was ever officially a couple, but I think everyone thinks that they were in the 90s. And they certainly are good friends and they certainly are very fond of one another. It's Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. It was reported today by OK Magazine and I think Radar that Sandra Bullock and Brian Randall call it quits after seven years together. Um, this has only been reported by OK and Radar. So I don't know how reliable that is. But I did ask someone, I said, like, what's the deal, um, you know, with these reports? And the person said it is possible that they have called it quits. They're very on again, off again, kind of like you're free to do what you want. I'm free to do what I want, like kind of like open and free. So it is possible that they have finally split for good. Um, but I will say that I don't know how reliable OK Magazine and Radar are. But somebody did say they wanted to know more about Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. And I thought, what perfect timing, because this report came out today that she might actually be single. So what do you have on those two? Well, it is. I, I love it. Perfect timing. <laughs> we, I always say tank, which means there are no coincidences. So that's a tank for me. Um, so looking at the charts. So some interesting things about Sandra, Sandy Sandy. She is a Leo with an Aquarius moon, which means that she was born during a full moon. Um, full moons, babies, people born under full moons. You can always tell someone's born under a full moon if their sun and moon are in opposite signs. Um, because what happens during a full moon is that the moon is exactly opposite in the sky from the sun, which is why we can see it so beautifully and brightly. Um, full moon babies tend to want to pull opposite things together. And what I mean by that is that they're very committed to making the impossible possible, making things that seem really like this could never work. This is not a good match. This is not a good pair. This is th this is too hard. This is too incongruent. And they're like, no. I'm up for the challenge. I want this to happen, right? So on one hand, I think that it's – oh, I also think that it's really interesting. Side note, 
as I'm looking at Sandra Bullock's chart, I also see that she and Zach Braff actually have the exact same moon sign. They're both 21 degrees Aquarius. That is sort of interesting. (laughs) No, we don't want her with Zach Braff. We do not want her with Zach Braff. She's our queen. No, well, she couldn't be. It's too, she's too similar. She's too okay. similar. So, you know, in that respect, I could imagine that, you know, if that she might see Keanu as like a good partner for her, you know, and that she might see this as something that would balance her. But the truth is, is that these two charts are not compatible more than friends. Um, her chart is really aggressive. It's really intellectual it's really um it's it's very much sort of like you know it's it's spontaneous it's kind of combustible um and Keanu is honestly what you would expect it to be it is an extremely sensitive chart um he has from the data that we have um he was born at sunrise so he is a Virgo sun a Virgo moon do I know you're a Virgo too? Um, <gasps> How do you know that? <laughs> you told you, me. You I told did. Me once. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Once. This is like I never tell anyone. All right, well, whatever. You we'll can keep trust it in. Me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you're a perfect Virgo because Virgos are so they they love the details of things. Um, but going back to Keanu's chart, so he's a double Virgo with his sun and rising. His moon is in Cancer. His Mercury is back to Virgo again. His Venus is in Cancer and his Mars is in Cancer. So he is extremely Virgo and Cancer heavy. Um, it is a it is a chart that is both about trying to figure out how he could be the best version of himself and also extraordinarily sensitive, extraordinarily intuitive, very, very gentle. Um, he really needs a partner who is going to who is going to like mesh well with that earth and watery vibe that he has. And Sandra is all fire and air. So her chart is, you know, about getting it done and moving fast and changing her mind. And frankly, like, you know, she has a Venus in Gemini, which is a placement that I see often with people who can handle and tolerate, you know, poly relationships, open relationships. um, Whereas his chart would not be able to, navigate that comfortably so I think that they are great as friends but I could not imagine a dynamic with them coupled up (gasps) that's disappointing I Um, know but I'm glad you let us down softly (laughs) yes as softly as possible soft like soft like Keanu (laughs) yeah wait um as a Virgo now that we established that I don't get Virgo vibes from him at all oh my god well, first of all, you have to see the video of him trying to put, attempting to put his hands in, you know, whatever that, whatever Hollywood monument that is where you put your handprints in. Yes. Um, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. By the Chinese is it Man the Walk Theater. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and he's literally like measuring his hands around the cement. And at one point he's like, sorry, I'm a Virgo. I can't help it. Ooh, I <laughs> he didn't know audibly that. says this out loud. It is the most iconic clip ever. And then all of the fans looking on are like, I'm a Virgo too, Keanu. <laughs> but it's, it's amazing. It's really, it's, it's on point. <laughs> and Wait, I love that. I need to find this clip. I've I'll never, I've never seen I'll it. I'll send okay. it to you after okay. this. Yeah. It's, Thank it's you. So I circulated every Virgo season. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let, let's move on to another couple that you guys paired together, which I kind of love. Um, both of these actresses have publicly spoke about being bisexual. So I think it's fine um, to talk about them as a potential couple. And it's Miley Cyrus and Lily Reinhardt. I would love to know like how compatible you feel they are. I think that these are actually two very compatible people. Ooh. So um, not so very different than what we were just looking at with an incompatible couple. So Miley's rising sign is Taurus. And Taurus, you know, your rising sign is your perspective of reality. And one cool compatibility tip is you can always the opposite of your rising sign is going to be something that you are attracted to. So uh, with Miley's Taurus rising, the opposite of this would be Scorpio. And as it turns out, Lily's rising sign is Scorpio. So they actually have opposite rising signs, which means that Lily's, uh, the, the most compatible for her would be Taurus. So they are like mirror images in that respect which always makes for really, really good compatibility. Um, if you have if you have rising signs, we call it on the same axis. So, you know, in opposite or the same signs, that's very, very strong compatibility. In addition, um, Miley also has a Scorpio moon. And with a Scorpio moon, that also means that, you know, her emotions, like what we were talking about with Pete sort of seeing himself not in a sexual way, but in Emily, um, with Miley to Lily, Miley's emotional needs are sort of satiated by the way that Lily would move through the world. So there is a really nice compatibility and really nice flow between them. Um, I also want to mention that Lily was born on a new moon, so that means she has both her sun and moon in the same zodiac sign, which also is Virgo. Um, and in Miley's chart, that is in her fifth house, which is the area of the chart that's associated with love and passion and fun. So this actually would be really strong and beautiful compatibility between these two. Wow. I wonder if the person who submitted them knew that they would be so compatible. I love that because I yeah, saw it and news. I was like, it's yeah, it's, it is good news. <laughs> now, I did ask for people to submit people that we knew were single because I don't, you know, want to speak about the compatibility of celebrities who are in a relationship. Now, Miley was dating. I'm so sorry, you guys. I forget his name. He's a drummer in a band. She was dating this drummer. You guys know who I'm talking about. He's a musician, but she never was really like that publicly out with him. I think maybe they made like a couple of appearances together. So I don't know if they're still together. So Miley could very well be single. I'm pretty sure Lily's single. Um, so I love this. I love them together. I love it. Miley also finished her Saturn return um, just in the first half of this past year. So in the first few months of 2022, she was going through her Saturn return. And you know, we haven't really seen her on the other side of this that publicly yet, but I would imagine, you know, maybe we've exchanged a few DMs about it as well of her having gone through some pretty big changes. Wait, you and her, you and her have exchanged? Yeah, because I had my people show. Oh, I didn't know that you had 
such access to Miley. You did say that you were able to speak about her. You didn't know a lot about Lily, but I didn't know that you advised her. Um, wow, I love so Miley's like really into astrology and stuff. I mean, who isn't into no, astrology? No, I know. You're right. You're right. I mean, some people aren't. I think some people really are. And I do think that over the past like couple of years, because of TikTok, um, it's become more prominent. But I love that. I love an I love an astrology girly. A celeb astrology girly, I should say. Yes. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all of their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all new season of the Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog, and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. Okay, the next couple I want to talk about, God, this poor guy, he, he's always getting brought up, Zac Efron and Lucy Hale. Somebody put them two together and like I was like, light bulb, they would probably make a great couple. They both been in the business forever. Um, they're both like adorable. I, what, what do you have to say about them? I'm really curious. I mean, they would look really beautiful together, right? Yeah. I didn't want to say that because I don't want this to be about like you know, superficiality, like they look good no, together, this has but to be deep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're talking about deep. the stars <laughs> and birth charts, but no, I do. I do agree. I do think that they look, um, they would look really good together. I wonder if there was ever, you know, anything between them. They've both been on the scene for so long, um, that I'm curious. Actually, it's really weird. Somebody sent in a really weird tip about Lucy Hale hooking up with Jacob Elordi at a party in 2019. Um, I had never heard it before. So I don't know if it's something that's just like going around like the fandoms or if it's true, if somebody really saw them hooking up. But anyway, back to Zach and Lucy. Can I just mention that I love your Virgo brain so much, do 
I love how, <laughs> like, I feel like your brain just looks like, like file cabinets. And you just are able to, like, put things, put these tips and put these different, like, memories into these, like, file cabinets you have of everyone. I'm very, it's very impressive. I do have, like, a really weird memory. I mean, that being said, I don't remember everything, but I will have to say, like, 80% of this trivial celeb (laughs) world, I do remember. Now, ask me, like, what I learned in history class in high school. I probably, like, couldn't tell you. But this stuff, for some (laughs) reason, I retain really, really well. I don't know why. I'm so glad you're living out what your chart needs you to be doing. No, listen. That makes me so happy. And let me just make it very clear to the the public. This, like, if I had the choice, like, I would have been a lawyer or I would have been, like, (laughs) something else, something that helped the community. But, like, I know my strengths, you know? And, like, they might not exactly, you know, be, like, the most upstanding strengths, like, uh, you know, like retaining celebrity information and gossiping, but I went with my strengths. That's what I got to say. <laughs> I just love I it. I love it so much. I'm You're owning so it. I mean, listen. It's so funny. Um, okay. So I have Zach and Lucy's charts up. So the first thing that I think is great about their compatibility um, is that they're both air signs. So air sign. So Zach Efron is a Libra sun and Lucy is a Gemini sun. So both of these being air sign babies means that they would have really great conversation, lots of dialogue, lots of fun, lots of, you know, the the flow between them would be really dynamic and really fruitful. Um, air signs are really great at, you know, they're, they're very social. Um, they, they're very curious. They love to sort of be part of the scene of whatever it is. So that would be, you know, I think that they would have a lot of fun together and they would also understand each other really well. Now, moon to moon, moon to moon, Zac Efron has a Virgo moon, which makes him extremely hard on himself. Um, And Lucy Hale has a Scorpio moon, which makes her a very intense and very deep spiritual person. Um, And these two would also be very compatible because his sort of desire for perfection would be sort of like satiated and soothed by her seeing the bigger picture, you know, not focusing on, you know, the, the hyper perfectionistic qualities of something, but instead sort of approaching it emotionally as opposed to, um, trying to just be perfect, you know? So I think that those would have, there would be a nice flow between those energies as well. And then the only thing that I would say is probably would sort of get in their way, looking at at least their big three, um, is that he is a Capricorn rising, which means he's really actually at the end of the day very serious um, and really wants to sort of you know be respected, be viewed as someone who is making big contributions to his industry. He does not want to be laughed at. Um, and her rising sign is Leo from the information we have. It might not be accurate, but we have her with a 29 degree Leo rising. So that is a little bit larger than life. It takes up a lot of space. It's not afraid to sort of be dramatic and theatrical and stand out. That might be a little bit challenging for him, um, because he can be a little bit morose. He can be a little bit serious, 
Um, and I think that he might find that sort of like larger than life personality a little bit flippant for him. And that might be a challenge for them bonding, if that makes sense. Yeah. But overall, I do think that it would be pretty strong compatibility. Wow. That's so interesting how you describe them. I mean, I wonder if in real life they're really as you described. Now, I will say, like, props to my readers for putting together these random celebrity couples that are actually compatible. And I feel like... If Lucy and Zach ever did in real life hook up, like somebody listening to this who's been working in Hollywood for a really long time will be able to confirm or deny that. So if if anyone out there um, knows anything about those two ever like getting together, hooking up, going on a date, please let me know because now I'm so curious. Me too. Right? I'll post it if I get anything. Um, Okay, let me throw you for a little loop. I don't know. I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but since you said my birth sign is Virgo, um, there's somebody in my new book. I have a new book out. It's called A Non-Please. You can get it at a variety of places. There's a link in my bio. Um, There's somebody mentioned in the book. It's not LA guy. For those of you who have already read the book, it's somebody else that's mentioned in the book who I have dated in the past and I really really liked him things didn't work out and he was a Pisces so I'm wondering like what the compatibility between Virgos and Pisces are real quick it's incredible compatibility oh great well it didn't work out (laughs) well that doesn't mean it's gonna work out with every one of them you know but it is but obviously if it was good good enough compatibility for it to leave an impression um then that also speaks to the compatibility you know yeah, it left an impression, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, like if I was bored, I would always like Google like the compatibility between like a Virgo and a Pisces. But I never really talked to like a real astrologist about it. So I was just curious um, of what so you had to say. Virgo and Pisces are opposite signs um, and opposites attract in astrology. And when, but you know, they also can be challenging together. Virgo is meticulous and Pisces is really abstract. Pisces is really, you know, it it can be really hard for a Pisces to settle down. It can be hard for a Pisces to be reliable. Um, Obviously, that's not true with all Pisces. And it's also not true that all Virgos are super perfectionists. There's exceptions to all of these rules. But energetically, there's a really nice flow between Virgo and Pisces because, well, astrologically and in the metaphysical realm, we often describe Virgo as daytime magic and Pisces as nighttime magic. Um, Virgo is about sort of like tending to matters of, you know, the, the practical things in your life, whereas Pisces is tending to the emotional and spiritual things in your life. So when it is aligned properly and when it is a good match, it can be a really, really healing dynamic for both people. Interesting. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Yes. Keep your eyes out for future Pisces. Another Pisces. Yeah. Okay. Let's do one more celebrity couple. Um, You guys submitted Andrew Garfield, who is single. Like I've asked around, you guys ask about him every week. I'm I'm like 99% positive he's single. Andrew Garfield and Jodie Comer. You guys put them together. I thought that was really interesting. Now, Jodie has a boyfriend, had a boyfriend. I'm not exactly sure her relationship status at this time. Um, 
again, I don't think she's super like public about any relationships. I could be wrong. I know you guys, there's a lot of like super Jody fans out there who'd probably be able to tell me that she's very public with her boyfriend. But as far as I know, and for those of you who don't know who she is, um, she is an English actress and she was in the show Killing Eve. She was also in the movie Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. And I didn't watch Killing Eve. So that was like my first introduction to her was in Free Guy, which is actually like a really good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Um, And she was really, really good in that. So I know you guys are... Jody fans and Andrew fans. So, what do you have to say about them? I think it's a great. It's a good. It's another great match. Oh it's my another god! Great I match. love it. I but love the thing it. is, is that it actually. You know how I say tank. There are no coincidences. This is another great instance of it because we do have Andrew Garfield's exact birth information, which is just like such a de- such a delight. Such a delight. Um, he was born on August twentieth, nineteen eighty three. Uh, in Los Angeles, California at 8.40 p.m., which makes him a Leo sun, Aquarius moon, also born on a full moon, the same full moon that Sandra Bullock was born under. Not the same year, of course, but she's also uh, a Leo sun, Aquarius moon. And he has a Pisces rising. And, you know, what we had talked about is the that tip of your rising sign and its opposite are really compatible. You want it to be on that same axis. And in Jody's chart, she has indeed a sun in Pisces. So there is that access added again where he has that, you know, her his rising sign is the same as her sun sign, um, which we also saw, of course, with Pete and Emily just a, a few minutes ago when we were looking at their charts. So when we see that, it does mean that there is this sort of faded quality to it. So obviously we don't know if these two people are together or if they're ever going to be together but if they wanted to give it a try I think we would all co-sign yeah I think they'd actually again I don't want to make this about looks but I think they would actually make a really beautiful couple like on the red carpet like they would look really good together I would love to see it I would love to see it too you guys like honestly put together some great couples. Um, Martha and Snoop Dogg is a couple you guys wanted to know about. Um, we're out of time, but maybe next time we could jump into them. I actually heard like a crazy rumor that they had actually really hooked up in real life. I don't know if it's just like people think that because they're so close or if they really have, but I would love to hear about them. Angelina Jolie and Lenny Kravitz, another hot couple. This one I really wanted to get to, but we're out of time. Florence Pugh and Michael B. Jordan. I felt like that could have been interesting. Um, Haley Steinfeld and Timothy Chalamet, Joseph Quinn and Alana Haim. Um, you guys are convinced that there's something going on there. So you named them. But I actually don't think there's anything going on between them. So maybe next time when you come back, um, we can get to some more of these. I mean, there were so many more submitted. Um, and I feel like that the readers did such a good job. You know, they were like really thoughtful. They did. They and did also, not only that, they were kind of had premonitions because a lot of the couples or a couple of the couples that you said were great matches. They were. So very intuitive listeners and readers out there. Yes, I love them. I, lo- I love my audience so much. Um, I say Aww. that I say that every week, but I just, I really do. Um, thank you so much for being here, Aliza. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you. Please come back. Tell everyone where they could find you. Oh, yes. Yes, you can find me everywhere at Aliza Kelly. Um, and actually, my fourth 
book project just came out today. Um, it is called There Are No Coincidences. It is a deck of cards and a guidebook, um, and it is all about signs, symbols, and synchronicities. So if that is something you're interested in, definitely check it out too. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, I will definitely tag you. So you guys check out her account, and I'm sure everything you just named is accessible on your Instagram It is. Account. It's all very accessible. It's all very internet friendly. Okay, great. Well, thank you. And thank you guys for listening. See you next time. Bye. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.